0: Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading 1 Kings chapter 10 for Monday, May 5th. When the Queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relation to the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. Arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan, with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold, and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the Queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants and their robes, his cupbearers, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half was told to me, in wisdom and wealth you have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your men must be! How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom! Praise be to the Lord your God who has delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. Because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel, he has made you king to maintain justice and righteousness. And she gave the king 120 talents of gold, large quantities of spices, and precious stones, Never again were so many spices brought in as those the Queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Hiram's ships brought gold from Ophir, and from there they brought great cargoes of almagwood and precious stones. The king used the almagwood to make supports for the temple of the Lord and for the royal palace, and to make harps and lyres for the musicians. So much almagwood has never been imported or seen since that day. King Solomon gave the Queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for, besides what he had given her out of his royal bounty. Then she left and returned with her retinue to her own country. The weight of the gold that Solomon received yearly was 666 talents, not including the revenues from merchants and traders, and from all the Arabian kings and the governors of the land. King Solomon made 200 large shields of hammered gold, 600 because of gold went into each shield. He also made three hundred small shields of hammered gold, with three minas of gold in each shield. The king put them in the palace of the forest of Lebanon. Then the king made a great throne inlaid with ivory and overlaid with fine gold. The throne had six steps, and its back had a rounded top. On both sides of the seat were armrests, with a lion standing beside each of them. Twelve lions stood on the six steps, one at either end of each step. Nothing like it had ever been made for any other kingdom. All King Solomon's goblets were gold, and all the household articles in the palace of the Forest of Lebanon were pure gold. Nothing was made of silver, because silver was considered of little value in Solomon's days. The king had a fleet of trading ships, at sea along with the ships of Hiram. Once every three years it returned carrying gold, silver, and ivory, and apes and baboons. King Solomon was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. The whole world sought audience with Solomon to hear the wisdom God had put in his heart. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift, articles of silver and gold, robes, weapons and spices, and horses and mules. Solomon accumulated chariots and horses. He had fourteen hundred chariots and twelve thousand horses, which he kept in the chariot cities, also with them in Jerusalem. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and cedar as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Kew. The royal merchants purchased them from Kew. They imported a chariot from Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver, and a horse for a hundred and fifty. They also exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and of the Arameans. First Kings chapter 10. So of all things that pop out in my mind as I read this is I have no idea what Almagwood is, and I imagine it's a tree that I hadn't heard of or noticed before. And so I'll probably look this up, maybe Google image search, just to get an idea what Almagwood was or any special characteristics of it, if it was used for the foundation of Solomon's temple. But I like, um, I like that the Queen of Sheba wanted to see for herself how wise and um, prosperous Solomon actually was, and that she was impressed beyond what was reported to her. Which goes to show that God really did deliver on his promise to Solomon to give him wisdom and understanding far beyond any other king would have, and riches in the same way. Thank you for listening to The Voice.